episode of Late Night Riders, we talk to Jill Tweedy, owner of Tucker Tweed Equestrian. We talk about her beautiful handbags, and she also gives some tips on her successes of running her business. We will be celebrating our 10-year anniversary uh, December 9th of this year, so uh, nine years in business, and um, I started, um, my goodness, it was uh, 2009, um, I had a group of girlfriends who invited me to a Women of Faith conference, mm-hmm. and they, come, they came to pick me up, and they each had their matching luggage, and I had my practical horse girl luggage, <laughs> which was like the... It was uh, some free nylon luggage that my husband <laughs> had received in the yeah. dot-com days. Sure. And um, after that trip, um, I noticed how pretty the girls' matching luggage mm-hmm. sets were. And, and so for Christmas, that was in the fall. And so for Christmas, I asked my husband if he could find some horse luggage for me. And at the time, there really wasn't anything mm-hmm. um, overly horsey in the luggage. He did find a pretty piece of luggage for me, but he added a luggage tag that had a horse theme mm-hmm. to it, but mm-hmm. that was it. So after Christmas, we took a little vacation. We were in Hilton Head, South Carolina, and he asked me, he said, if you could have received from me what you wanted, what would it have been? And I told him, he said, don't you think other women might want that too? <laughs> and so my husband's an entrepreneur by nature, and and so was my father. And so I've kind of been surrounded by that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And and so he kind of provided the the initial motivation. And so for the next six months, I was searching for someone who could create luggage for me. But now we're in 2000. My goodness, that was actually 2008 that I took that trip. Then we're in 2009 and, um, you know, we're in the recession. People aren't traveling and if they are, they're not buying luggage. Right. So I kind of took a half halt and just paused on that, on that idea. But in the back of my mind, I knew I wanted to create something um, that, that shared my passion when I was out of the barn. Because I love talking to women like you about what we yes. do. Yeah. And yeah. when someone sees a horse out of the barn, they're drawn to it. And then you you meet new people and you have conversations about it. So um, fast forward to 2010, Dale and I went to the World Equestrian Games in Kentucky. And we're walking around the horse park and there's gorgeous women like you. And they're carrying purses that are all different price points. Mm-hmm. And um, none of them had horses on them. Mm-hmm. So that's where I, I turned to my husband and I said, here's my market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is it. And mm-hmm. so we're in Lexington. So I named our first purse, the Lexington. Mm-hmm. That's really how it came to be. It was just a wow. divine and faith. And wow. yeah, that's how it started. That's wow. so wonderful. Cool. And your, your signature, I love it. It's on your, yes. on your jacket or your top. Um, yes. And it's on, you know, the purses and things too. How did yes. how did you come up with that then? How did that all kind of evolve then, or the name of the company as well too? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. So I bought my horse Tucker twelve years ago. In fact, it'll be thirteen next month. And um, I once I kind of had the idea of I want to create a, a product first. I wanted luggage, and then obviously I, I pivoted to purses. But um, I knew I wanted it to be something about the two of us, about Tucker and I. Uh And my last name is Tweedy with a Uh Y. And I just dropped the Y because Tweed has an equestrian element Mm -hmm. to begin with. Um, Traditional hunt jackets were made of Tweed. Many of them still are. So I just combined his name and my name. And we, there we have Tucker Tweed. And Aww. to make it obvious that it's something in the equestrian world, I just added equestrian to the end of our, our name. I love your signature logo. I just, I think it's so mm-hmm. pretty. That's mm-hmm. just Thank really, you. yes, that's very, very pretty. Thank you. Where did the fox come into play? That's a great question. Um, 
we so when we debuted i only had the hunter and dressage because that's what i was doing at the time i had come out of the hunter world tucker had a, a bone spur in his coffin joint and his jumping was over and we had just moved into dressage so those were my my two options in the beginning and then i started looking back and i thought about how much i loved fox hunting as a young adult mm -hmm. so i brought the fox in in fact i am um, i worked mm -hmm. with a really neat company online i did a contest online with artists all over the world to create that image oh, wow. because oh, wow. a fox face is really unique and and i found an artist actually in indonesia who created his face for me mm -hmm. and we edited his face and i, I call him a he mm -hmm. but we we edited his face 26 times to get everything oh 26 just right six times wow so there it is kristen added a little scarf to hers it looks so cute and then the one that's on the side gretchen mm -hmm. yeah over to the side yep that one i carry every day and i just love it so i love that yeah that's really 26 times unbelievable yes like yeah. even and i was dreaming about foxes by the time we finished it took us about <laughs> yes. 10 days to create it but like mm. their eyes are almond shaped but they're slightly upturned and they're yeah. they have a squareness to their face yes. and their ears are at a 45 degree angle like i really studied the face to try uh -huh. to get it to get it accurate and then we added fox hunting elements that also i studied to be sure they were accurate as well the hunt appointments are really cute at the top i really like that it really adds to it and we are previous fox hunters which we just loved it so that really just i that resonated so yeah very nice yeah thank you yeah. and then this is the other one that you were the signature too of mm. the, of the, isn't she beautiful yeah. so thank so you. pretty yep Yep, That's the Sedgefield so. legacy. And the neat thing about that one, my fox hunting years, my that purse was really a, a nod to uh, the club that I hunted with, that Sedgefield hunt. And they also, in uh, that area is also Sedgefield stables where I was showing my first horse. Mm -hmm. So um, in fact, a lot of the names of the our handbags are relevant or symbolic of something either in my life or in the horse world but that's where Sedgefield legacy got its name well anybody that loves horses any anybody that wants to carry a purse i mean this is the way to go mm -hmm. because like i said i've carried this one every day since i've had it. <laughs> yes. and you have made my life so much easier yes. so i the other thing i want to say is that the wristlets that we have now this, my girls had to help me with this, but they're like, put your, put everything you have in there. And then you can just pull this out of your bag and yeah. carry it in the store. So I started with just the little handle, you know, just, just taking it as a wristlet, but then the crossover, I, my granddaughters had it and then use that. And I'm like, oh, I mean, that's all I do now. Makes that's it so easy. Yeah. It does. That's been yeah. a dream to shop and with. I just love it. I just love it. So I really like just the the basic black it goes with everything and the gold but we have loved it so have that's you that's mine too have it with oh, me you do oh too. Aww, <laughs> that makes me feel good oh the yes, same i love it oh oh yep. um when you come up with a new design idea does that come from just what you're wanting or do you get input from other customers or how does that work that's a great question um in my mind i already have three or four more designs mm. two are on paper and, and two are still here. But um, all along, I've really listened to women and what they tell me they want. Like, I love how you just said that, um, how it solves problems and it's so easy because mm -hmm. you've got the big bag and then you pull the small yeah. one out to walk mm -hmm. into a store. Like, mm -hmm. I really try to 
listen when women tell me what they want, Aww. because that's where we get our ideas about mm-hmm. colors, about function, about design, mm-hmm. like even a wide strap. I had a woman tell me, I hate how the strap's always sliding off. And I thought yes. we need a wider strap if we just do one. And if we do two, we try to do a rounded edge or a smooth mm-hmm. edge. So it sticks to your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. yes, I do. Sometimes I have in mind, like I knew I wanted to do something small that could almost function as a wallet, but also a purse. And that's how we ended up with the, the uh, Wellington wristlet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had women who would say, I really want something big and unstructured. Like that's how we ended up with the new Sonoma. Okay. Um, yeah. A couple of women that have just like Noreen Catherine, she's at Farmhouse Tech. She, she has given us so many ideas. She Aww. was the one who said, do chestnut and black. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that has been our best selling color combination. Mm-hmm. So wow. I listened to her. Wow. Um, same thing with Happy Chandler at, at the tack room. You know, she has made suggestions about um, what to do in our travel line. She's suggested something to do next in our travel line. So that name is in my brain. And when I pull the trigger on that, I'll be sending her the first one free because she was the first one to suggest Aww. it. So, yeah, I really do listen to oh to God. what women tell me they want. And, and Every idea that I've tried, it's worked. Anything mm-hmm. that people have suggested, it works. That's so, so nice. So how long does it take, you know, from, you know, you have your new design of a bag, like how long does it take to make it and actually have it in full production? It can take up to a year, depending wow. on wow. how challenging the design is, because mm-hmm. I send sketches and pictures and drawings and dimensions I send every detail that I can to our manufacturers and Mm -hmm. they send me their interpretation of what I'm requesting and then once I receive it then I am the test I'm testing it and so I'm Mm -hmm. carrying it around I'm throwing it in the car I'm throwing it in the barn I'm taking it everywhere I can just to Mm -hmm. see how um how well it's going to hold up how practical it is, um, how the dimensions are working. I mean, there's there's a, a definite, uh, you're kicking the tires to see if it's going to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if I make edits, then I'm sending new drawings, new sketches, new dimensions, and then they send another one. And often it takes about three samples before we nail it down. Wow. So wow. It can be a year, mm-hmm. but it's worth it because yeah. um, so far I, I haven't wanted to change anything once we <laughs> debuted it. Wow. That's really, that's that's very cool. And yours, Ida, you have yours with you too, which I just think is. So I have the Brandywine backpack. Yes, Um, in red. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. love it, love the color. Um, And for me, like. Oh, there's hers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surrounded by purses. (laughs) So, um, and I love it because, I mean, I take my backpack um, with me all the time and I have my, throw my laptop in there and then I also have my wristlet and. It's so easy, and I love it. Like, What inspired Thank the creation you. of the backpack? Oh, so my husband and I uh, started traveling a great deal in the last few years. We have two sons, Tanner and Chase, and uh, they both played high school lacrosse. And uh, Tanner went on to play lacrosse for the University of South Carolina. So we were traveling a lot and uh, sometimes flying a lot of road trips, too. But when we were traveling and particularly when we were flying, I kind of wanted my hands free, but at the same time, I wanted something that was really secure because when you've got something on your back, mm-hmm. someone could get into it and you might not know. Mm-hmm. So when I created, I, I kind of threw everything that I wanted in a backpack at this design. And it's fun to see people figure out my thinking once they have one, because I've never created a video that says, here's what I was thinking. And it's fun to find out what people realize, <laughs> but like, as far as security goes, you know, I said I wanted something I could carry on my back so my mm-hmm. hands would be free while I'm walking through the airport. 
Um, so I added the drawstring clothes, which you see here, which mm -hmm. it's almost like a, a hobo bag mm -hmm. has married a backpack. Mm -hmm. Okay. In this, in this one area. But what we do is I had this, I don't know if you noticed, there's a oh. space here and maybe you figured this out, but to make it very secure, I mean, obviously to close it, you can, there's a magnet here right. and you can attach the magnet. Right. But when you're traveling through the airport, perhaps like between the plane until you get to maybe your car, your rental car, when you leave the airport, what you can do is tuck this down hmm. through here and then snap the magnet over it. So you've got two steps of security here. Mm. And we added the same thing here. You know, you've got yeah. a zipper plus the two magnets. So, you know, again, I just wanted something hands-free, yeah. but something I could carry on my back. And when I tested it, because the first, you know, I said we often take two or three samples before we get the, the one we love. The first one um, was much bigger and it was too heavy. And the second one, I added pockets on the side, and it was a little too much like Dora mm -hmm. the Explorer. Yes, <laughs> a little much. <laughs> and, um, and so one of the things you mentioned when you said you put your laptop in there, I do too. And so that's the key is it had to fit my laptop. Yes. Okay. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. What's your, what's your typical market for those backpacks? Do you see college students using them, or do you see um, older women who take them with them to, like, work or out to the barn? I, I think the backpack is um, kind of crosses all generations. And the reason being is I think, you know, like I mentioned, I, I would want something that's hands-free when I'm traveling. So I think for, for any age, it works for a young person. It really is. A, it's a really nice piece. We've seen some, some women or families who've purchased this for their daughters as a graduation gift. Mm, this is a yeah. really nice handbag mm -hmm. slash backpack. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so honestly, I think, this fits all ages. Like, I love that you're young and you're carrying one. Mm -hmm. I'm not your age. I'm carrying one and it's easy. And I see mm -hmm. other women that are sharing pictures of them, even like riding their horse and they throw it mm -hmm. on their back just for fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. it really does seem to cross all generations. Do you know, Jill, how many different purses you actually carry different lines? I mean, that's, you have so many, they're on your website. We know that, <laughs> but do you know offhand how many different versions or I mean you can have it can be endless because if you pick a different combination combination with exactly color, you feel my pain but, <laughs> so, right but your, so I your never, standard side you know your standard purses themselves or you know backpacks yeah well it's a great question because I, I never intended to carry as many SKUs as I do so yeah. we've got eight different styles okay they all come in four embossing options, some of them five in yes. our luggage and our, our most recent leather goods, we've added polo. So some have five options. So, you know, you could have one purse that, that has 24 different SKUs, wow. you know, like the brandy wine backpack, three colors, five embossing options. That's 15 right there. Okay. So, um, we have about 250 unique products that that's we carry. Really awesome. I bet yeah. your heart just bursts when you see somebody with one, when you're somewhere and you see somebody carrying one. I mean, it's yes. like you want to say, that's, I did that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and I don't want to weird people out and yeah. say, hey, I like your purse. But I have done that when I've seen people um, in a grocery store carrying my purse or at a, at, at a horse show. Yeah. And I do go to local horse yeah. shows myself. And I see someone, I just always say, oh, that's a nice purse. I saw a woman in Dover carrying one once. And I just said, oh, wow. that's a nice purse. Aww. And I just can't go beyond Aww. that. But inside, I'm like, this just makes me happy. Wow. Yeah. 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 I was, I've been reading a book by Bob Goff called. Um, Love Does. Love, oh, no, you I did Love Does. But I dream, dream big, big. Dream big. And um, 
he saw someone reading his book, you know, and he said, I just could hardly help myself but to go over and say, I wrote that, but he didn't want to do the same thing. He said, I don't want to make him feel funny, you know, but he, in this story, he does talk about that. But I thought, how wonderful it would be to see somebody, you know, where you're just walking along and there it is, you know, it has to be yes. a really good feeling and a sense of accomplishment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you. You know, mm -hmm. once I was a uh, my my mother always my mother passed away two years ago, but she oh, so always came here and stayed with us for Christmas for 20 mm -hmm. years. She stayed in my home for Christmas mm -hmm. and we were at church. We attend a very oh. large church in oh. Morrisville and we took her to the Christmas Eve service and a woman walked in carrying a red Lexington and she oh. sat down across the aisle from us <laughs> and I poked my mom and I just pointed over there. We were like, yes. and oh. I didn't know the woman. It was just one of those moments where like, wow. Yeah. This is really special. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. So it seems that you research um, what you're going to do for designs very extensively. Mm -hmm. So when you go into a store, mm -hmm. do you go over to the purses and look at the different shapes or how how does like the start of a design work for you? And can I just say, too, I just want, I'm sorry, I just have to show you this purse again, too. Um, I'm sorry, the inside of it. There are so many, my, my purse is messy, but so many zippers and places to put things um, and a zipper on the back, which I just love. Right. But, you know, that's what kind of goes along with what Gretchen's asking, you know, how you figure that out. There's or so many think details. About, right. That so many details. Yes. Which I love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, so we have been attending uh, the American Equestrian Trade Association show for almost 10 years now. That's the trade show where people purchase horse products that go into tax stores around the U.S. and really around the world. Mm -hmm. And we would attend that twice a year in Pennsylvania. That's where we see tax stores, bit and bridle. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we see uh, Valencia Saddlery. We see tax stores from around the U.S. and they come and place orders with us. And when I was there, to answer your question, um, I remember probably our second year in, there was a woman who said, can you just do a purse with a zipper down the center? And I was never kind of that girl that needed lots of compartments. I kind of just wanted something huge and open, which is why mm -hmm. the, the Lexington, which mm -hmm. we debuted first, is mm -hmm. giant and open and just luxurious. Mm -hmm. But I, I kept it in my mind, you know, and, and one thing I can say about the way I approach a new product, it's the same way I approached our business is I move very slowly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm very methodically. I check all the boxes because it's time, it's money, and you don't want to regret rushing anything. Mm -hmm. So even though she mentioned that probably our second year in at Ada, I just kept it in the back of my mind. And then when I was ready for something really elegant and ladylike, mm -hmm. I remembered, oh, somebody wanted a zipper down the center. Now I do have some things filling this to give it shape, <laughs> but because all of our products, when we, just so you know, ladies, when you store your products, a, a purse, keep it filled and that way it won't get creases from crushing. Okay. But so here it is, you know, we just said, okay, we're going to do the zipper down the center, which we yes. added. And, and, and so many women were thrilled with that. Mm -hmm. These two other things too, the pockets we do yeah. inside, one is mm -hmm. for like a keep up and the other is for your cell phone. Those people tell us they want, but that she had said to us, you know, I want a zipper down the center that's private that you can mm -hmm. put things in. But then I've had other people say, can you do a zipper on the back? Like for mm -hmm. people who maybe they're getting ready to board a plane and they just want their ticket yes, where they yeah. can drop it in, but it's yeah. accessible. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we kind of merged several zipper requests in this one purse. And then We've always had women who said, can you be sure that closes so that if your purse falls over in the car, all the contents don't spill out. Mm -hmm. yes. So really mm -hmm. a lot of ideas came together in this, but mm -hmm. this, I'm just so proud of this design. Oh, I mean, she is so ladylike. So yeah, just so yeah. pretty. That's beautiful. So what's your favorite? I mean, yeah. I, 
I'm yeah. sure you have so many like different bags that you just love, but what is like your ultimate favorite bag that you are beyond proud of and that you love designing? Like you just love it. Um, it's such a tough one. I mean, this one, I'm like, I, I, you know, you can tell I gush over this one because she is so pretty and it's the one we definitely call a she, um, a lot of the other horses, like the James river carryall to me is like a male. He's like a, he's like a, the workhorse or, um, he's just so steady. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but the Brady one backpack, I mean, to me, I have to tell you all secret when I, um, whenever I get a new design in and we finally nail it and it's exactly what I want it to be. It seems like whenever we get that one sample in where we're like, this is it, it's perfection. I can't wait to you know place a massive order for it. It seems like Dale and I are always taking a road trip and, and it's about four hours. It seems like we go to the mountains or the beach. It's always about four hours. And each time I will sit with that new purse on my lap and I just Aww. stare at it. Aww. And I just think, I can't believe we pulled this off yeah. and there's nothing oh, like gosh. it in the world. Oh so like the Brandywine backpack was one of those just because I mean, there's just so much to it. Yeah. And I just sit and look at it and, and just all the features, the padded hand, the padded straps and the extra stitching here to reinforce this, mm-hmm. this steady handle. I mean, each one of them really, it's almost, they're almost like my children. <laughs> you know, what I was going to say, yes. it'd be like, I was going to say, yeah. Ida, it's probably like asking her which child is her favorite. It's too hard to do. <laughs> sure. And the first one I remember doing that with really just staring at it was a tweed. This Aww. is the tweed man or tote. And you know, across nine years of Tucker Tweed Equestrian, we have sold more of this style purse mm-hmm. in all its, all of its colors and its mm-hmm. four embossings because it's a it's a medium sized purse. So it fits all four of you. It fits mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But this was one same thing. I just sat there that's with it in my lap and I thought, I can't too, believe right? we did this. Yeah. You so you just have mm-hmm. to feel yeah. that's the same. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that I chose because yeah. I felt it's like so, that was the, so the one that I would probably you know, use the most. And I did use it in the summer and the fall. And then um, the James River carry, although as I started to carry that one, um, I do like the, like you said, the design elements of everything. This, where you said like security, you know, things, extra little mm-hmm. security. This, clip in this the has saved so many mm-hmm. times everything falling out. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, I mean, you've got zippers in here, you have Another little one that you can, you know, you could put your hand in, but anything that you wanted to keep from anyone, I mean, you have, you know, extra security things for those too. So pockets on both sides. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's open and you can carry everything that we wanted to bring here to work and you know, that's you keep your work. That's your, tro- like I know my, my satchel almost <laughs> right. now, you know what I mean? That's what I use for business back and forth. Cause I carry things back and forth all the time. And, um, I'd always come in with my hands full and everybody's like, yes. you need something to put it in. We've tried a couple of different things. This worked. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that you, that's your work bag. I, I often tell people my office is in my James river. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whenever we, I always, I mean, it's just so easy and it yeah. stands up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, a design idea that that's in there. I don't know if you noticed the, the pocket that's behind on the opposite side of the embossing is padded so that you could put a tablet in there, oh, you know, so it's, okay. it protects your tablet. Okay. okay. All right. No, I did not know. I did not that, realize. Yeah. No, I did not know. But you are also talking to the people who are not as techie. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're the older ones. We're now had I handed it to one of the right. girls, they probably right. would have noticed exactly. that right away. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I, this question, I know you were like just swamped before Christmas and so busy. Mm-hmm. After you get through the busy 
time and you have some time to just sit back and breathe and, and you're sitting there, how do you feel? Like you've done so many things and you've sent out so many products. I mean, it has to feel so good. I mean, there are times where you have to go, my goodness, look at this, you know, how do you feel with all of it? You know, I, I'll be honest, I, I have to confess that often I don't sit and look at where we've gone. My mind is always on what's next, mm-hmm. what's next, what's next, because okay. I'm, I just, uh, I have a lot of energy and I'm always thinking about what's the next person, what collaboration, you know, I'm always thinking about the next thing. So I don't, I don't rest very often in what we've done. I have so much gratitude. I can't believe sure. we are where we are. Sure. Um, but I, it's hard to turn off the creative mind. It just keeps yeah. moving on forward. I can see your passion and you get really mm-hmm. excited when there's passion, you know, and that's just so wonderful. And then when you start to talk with like your your team and you start to get your ideas going, I bet you guys are just like this, 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 this. Oh. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, we do a lot of texting. We do a lot of phone conversations. Um, and I, I, I like paper and pens and markers and things because I'm creative. And so I'm always writing down, I'll have two pages of ideas from having a phone conversation with someone on our social media team or some of the other people in the horse industry that I enjoy doing collaborations with. Like, it's so exciting and you get off the phone. It's like having a great workout or, you know, a really good ride. It just feels so good to be in that arena. Mm -hmm. So with that creativeness and the excitement that you get, is there ever a time where you have to like, uh, you've gotten too over overzealous and need to say I gotta rein this I would imagine with purses it would be so easy to come up with or bags or you know that you (laughs) could come up with millions of things and you you know like how do you get it to how do you fine-tune it into just putting that all into maybe one or two bags that you're Mm -hmm. thinking about at one time well it's it's interesting like the timing if you'd asked me this two years in I wouldn't have had an answer but now almost 10 years in I can see as far as like reining back goes I you know, I said that I listen to women who give me great ideas. And mm-hmm. when they say, hey, how about hunter green and chestnut? And and I do it, it's beautiful. But then, and women give me so many great ideas and I have a tendency to not say no. Mm-hmm. So um, everything we do does sell. But on the flip side is we end up with so many products. Mm-hmm. And what I do to support our stores is I, I mentioned earlier, we've got over 250 SKUs. I try to carry at all times about five or more of everything that we sell. So that if you call in and your store is in Ohio and you need, you need, you need a Navy chestnut Camden crossbody with a Fox on it. Well, I have it. And mm-hmm. if I don't have it, it's coming within six to eight weeks, but mm-hmm. it also means I've got a tremendous footprint of product at all mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. It's good for your business. It's good for mine, but at the same time, it is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. So as far as like pulling the reins back, I am at the point now where like I said, I've got two ideas, two concepts on paper, two more up here. So what I'm trying to do now, and actually are the first first ones that I'm sharing this with is Aww. we're going to start retiring colors and we're not giving anyone a warning. It's just okay. when the last one is sold, that's it. Oh, wow. Now we've done that with two styles already. And I don't make a big deal about it because I don't want anyone to think, oh, it's not a cool color anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, it's not a great purse anymore. Mm-hmm. They're all great. But mm-hmm. the reality is I can't carry 350. You know, I never wow. expected to have 250. Right. So, um, for example, um, we debuted the Normandy satchel a year after Tucker Tweed Equestrian started, and we retired that two years ago. The Lexington we have now retired, and I might have three left. Oh, and wow. some of our retail partners have, there's a handful of them left around the country. Um, 
so we do try, I'm trying to, we grow and then I try to, I try to get it back together. Mm -hmm. And the next area where I am doing that is to retire some colors. We will be retiring colors in the Camden crossbody and um, also in the Tweed Manor Toad. And I don't know that we're going to replace the colors. I think we just may move on to another style and, Mm -hmm. but keep the colors that sell the most. Like I mentioned earlier, the chestnut black, the solid chestnut, the solid black, the colors that you all see in your tack room Mm -hmm. are the ones that sell the best. Mm -hmm. So we'll always keep those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you get like scared to think about like you, because of all of the emblems and uh, all the colors, all the, were you scared to like put those orders in and think like, how is is this going to work? Or, I mean, how did that feel when you did this as you're growing? Yeah. Well, we were growing so quickly. I was able to pull it off uh, financially, but at the same time, I thought, what if, what if women don't see what I see? Like the mulberry, I love mulberry. It's, it's a plum in the, in the non-horse world, you would call it plum, but I just thought, are women going to love what I love? Mm -hmm. And, um, it, it was kind of scary. Now, some, I just knew the hunter green and chestnut. Mm -hmm. I just knew that's Mm -hmm. going to sell. It's such a beautiful combination or like the dark chocolate chestnut again, like I was saying earlier, it's what you see in the tack room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you're used to it. You know, these are Mm -hmm. the colors you're, you're surrounded by. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes I do worry, but, um, so far so good. Oh, I, I can tell you when we did, um, we did iPad covers and I had a girlfriend, um, who's a huge purse fan, just purses in general. And she had asked us to do iPad covers. And I thought, ah, I don't know if horse girls are buying iPads. They're spending their money on their horses. Mm-hmm. And she talked me into it. And, and now when we order products, we order massive quantities so that we get the best price possible for you mm-hmm. and for our tax stores. So I ordered 800 iPad covers and wow. we sold them all. Oh, oh wow. wow. Oh and that was one where I thought, is this going to move? But yeah. I had, I needed to order that much to make the price, yeah. to bring the price to where you would be willing to buy it. Wow. Um, and it was a risk, but it worked. Yeah. So. Wow. I wanted to ask you about your collaborations. Um, when I first saw you, you did the collaboration with the wristlets where all the influencers designed yeah. that wristlet yes. series. Um, when did you bring influencers in? And is that, do you contribute that to your growth? Um, yes, definitely. In fact, I love how each of these girls ideas were things I would never have come up with. I mean, these women are phenomenal and they each do something different in the horse world. I'm so glad I asked them and they've all become friends too, to be honest. Like that's one of the gifts of this business is I become friends. You all are my friends. Now we talk about we're family. Um, the tax store owners have become family to me. Um, but these girls feel the same way. And, and like the colors they brought in, like, um, this is the one that Taylor did. Taylor is the East coast equestrian. And, you know, like she thought of the, the classic beige and white, beige and white, we call it sand and white, but like, I love that they thought of things that I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have thought of Mm -hmm. and they've done just so well. And like the black one you mentioned earlier, that's uh, Andrea Wise, that's Mm -hmm. horse glam. And Mm -hmm. she attended Wake Forest and that's black and gold. Those are her school colors. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that was, I, and I think what happened to answer your question, I think we, when we did that influencer series, it, it opened us up to their followers too. So Mm -hmm. got the nice thing is their followers got to see what these women would choose to carry themselves personally. So Mm -hmm. it was a win-win for everyone, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. They're gorgeous purses, um, and you can definitely see all of their influences in that. The one that stuck out to me the most was the um, pink one. Did Bethany Lee do that one? Oh, Bethany Lee, yes. In fact, I have it behind me. You can see it there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the um, 
the living coral and peach bethany lee chose that one and that's perfect she's in florida that is so perfect Mm -hmm. for where she is and people love that and look how it stands out i put it back there on purpose because it really stands out it's a beautiful wristlet and there's tucker looking at the wristlet that's That's my boy so sweet (laughs) well i I just have one problem with all of this now i want more purses (laughs) (laughs) so there's just that's that's the problem (laughs) we we love what we have but i like the others as well too so Mm -hmm. seeing them and having you talk about them so. oh we will be longtime customers yes. we we <laughs> have enjoyed them so much and mm-hmm. um actually uh did you purchase them for all of the like grandchildren gifts. you know yes. as gifts and it was they were so impressed they are very excited mm-hmm. yeah. they've actually they were so thrilled so excited <laughs> they are they're taking pictures so i can see them with their purses because yeah. some of them are a distance away so i want to see them but we'll show you but we were excited about that because everybody was very excited that they were all we all had the same like mm-hmm. a purse from yeah. you and you know it was fun our really, aunt really fun. opened it up and your sister opened it up and she goes this just smells like good leather <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it is delicious you know i can think of times when we've had an inbound come in and i'm looking at 400 purses and and i know i've, I've posted this many times i'll say can you smell the leather uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. yes it is amazing yeah yeah for, yeah. Sh- for certain yeah. Hey, I have to turn the tables on you all for a second because you've asked me about my business. Yes. I'm just curious. You all are ram fencing and the name of your podcast is Late Night Riders. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think you need to explain what you guys do because I'd like to know. <laughs> well, we just really roundtabled and, and yeah, we talked about talked it a about lot. It trying to figure out what we wanted to do yeah. for a podcast, podcast name. We didn't want to name it the Ram Fence Podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> similar to, like, we have our blog called Your Horse Farm. It is Ram's blog, but um, it's titled Your Horse, Horse Farm. Farm. Horse Glam actually wrote for us for a while. That's where we found Tucker Tweed. She mm-hmm. um, had a blog post about it mm-hmm. on our blog. Um, so when it came time to doing a podcast, uh, we really everyone brought five ideas and we sorted it down from there and you can we just felt as though we wanted people to be able to go home after a day's work or whatever and just maybe in the evening sit and listen to a good podcast about uh equestrian lifestyles you know it's so faceted what we do is so faceted and it's so exciting because there's so many different um businesses and you know different takes in the horse world so we just thought it would be something someone would enjoy to listen to maybe in the evening or whatever because we're all so busy and riding I mean that was the only time that people really you know we don't I mean I mean people with arenas and things like Mm -hmm. that can ride later at night but Mm -hmm. usually people aren't but you know this is when we we riders can get together in the late night so Uh (laughs) so that's how we kind of came up with it we just came on onto that and said let's go forward with it because we really didn't at at first I mean uh, another person in our company had talked about like podcasting and things like that but then when Gretchen came in she had just basically graduated from mm-hmm. school. Um, she was um, graduated from Union mm-hmm. in con- in Tennessee. Tennessee sorry, Tennessee. I was going to say Kentucky. But then she had ideas of let's do this podcast. Then Ida was able to join us, and mm-hmm. she had just graduated then from fashion merchandising from Kent. Mm-hmm. So we were so excited to you know I mean we started before that, but it was just like the push to help us. Um, I'm old school, so I'm glad I had them to be able to do that. Mm. So thank you for asking. That was very yeah. nice of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You're welcome. And mm-hmm. I get the concept of the late night riding. You know, when you work, yeah. often you have to ride at night. We do. Yeah, that's yeah. for yeah. certain. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll take a short break. And when we come back, we'll enter our next segment, Cantor Banter. Our next segment, Cantor Banter, is brought to you by Ram Horse Fencing and Stalls, the one-stop shop for your horse farm. Ram is family-owned and operated and has been in business for over 30 years. We welcome you to call in and speak with an expert about your next project today at 866-653-8984. Again, that's 866-653-8984. Do you love horses and live the equestrian lifestyle? Be sure to check out our brand new blog at www.yourhorsefarm.com. We publish three posts per week and feature a free printable equine checklist every month. Yourhorsefarm.com is a great equine online resource, so be sure to share with all the horse lovers in your life. And remember, laugh much and ride often. When I was working in my office this morning, I was I I turned off my I listened to podcasts, I listened to music, mm-hmm. I listened to the news while I'm working. I turned everything off and I was just thinking about business advice. What would I give to if I had a younger sister, you know, and, and I did come up with a list of things that I just thought. I wouldn't know them. I wouldn't have known any of these things, but 10 years down the road, you know, your, your hindsight is so good. So the, the first thing I would recommend, because I don't think you ever regret is to take your time. You know, I shared with Mm -hmm. you how it it really took me a long time to find the right manufacturer, develop the right product, get the right price point, um, and, and figure out how I was going to launch it. You know, it it took me over a year. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not something you can do overnight, it really, it's, it's worth it to take the time. I, so I, I always highly recommend that. And then while you're taking that time, you know, do your homework. I, my mother and I actually went to several tax stores in North Carolina to research, to see what was out there in the luggage or handbag world mm-hmm. in, in the horse industry. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know if I'll be competing with anyone, what will it be? Because I wanted to be sure that whatever I did was different. Yeah. And by choosing uh, the four different embossing options and now five, that is what set us apart is we are discipline specific. Mm-hmm. I have the discipline for whatever you do, hopefully. Um, and so we offer lots of options to meet lots of riders needs. Um, but doing the the homework ahead of time, it's, it's due diligence. It's asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat down with uh, the owner of a tax store in Mooresville, which is where I live. It's just outside of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, Country Ride Saddlery was a tax store that has since closed, but Linda Cole was the owner. She had these gorgeous plaid chairs, big high, high back chairs mm-hmm. in her window. And we sat, I would bring her coffee. Aww. And if there was no one in the store, we would sit and she would talk and I would Aww. listen. Aww. And I just, uh, I kind of just marinated in whatever she shared with me. And I think that time asking a lot of questions and listening on the front end, that's so important. Mm -hmm. Something else that if you're thinking about starting a business, I highly recommend you choose your name wisely Mm -hmm. because you'll see some, some names that are just so catchy and then others where it's not obvious what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like you've got bit and bridle tax shop. You know what that is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It really Mm -hmm. helps if, if some part of what you do, you all Ram fencing, it Mm -hmm. says fencing in the name. It really Mm -hmm. helps if, and Ram, I guess there's strength in that. There must be a reason you all chose Ram. (laughs) It's a road we lived on. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's just so funny. I don't want to interrupt you, but we just could, we were trying to come up with a name and it was like, we've got to get this register. We've got to do it. So we lived on Ram road, but we liked it because it sounded so strong. And yes. our fences are flexible, so we like the name. That's how it ended up. Yeah. Ram. Yes. And you had to come up with it quickly. We did. Because the name that they had before, which we lived in White House, 
And so it was White House Fence Company, mm -hmm. and you could no longer use White House mm -hmm. Fence. Like, you couldn't use White House in your name. Mm -hmm. And so they sat at their table really quickly. I couldn't and, decide. My husband yeah. and I, back and forth, we went. You know, so we came up with that name, and it just worked. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and, it, and you've got such a great story. Okay. And, you know, here I, the only part I knew was I'm thinking it's strong, like a ram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you but, you know, but then the backstory is you lived on that road. I did. Um, did. I think something else that's important, and, and I'm sure you know this as a successful business owner, mm -hmm. that you have to spend so wisely. Mm -hmm. I, I have seen some women put out beautiful products. You know, in, in 10 years of doing this, I've seen a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some women do some beautiful products in 10 years. And then they spend so much money on the front end in their their packaging and maybe signage. Mm -hmm. And then right. I think they've invested so much in those things that you right. don't have to put a lot of money on into on the front end. And then in, their businesses end up failing right. mm -hmm. because they are so, they've put so much out when they really just need to focus on their product. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of our money on the front end went into our product. Mm -hmm. And then I saved pennies everywhere else that I could. Even the boxes that we use for shipping, they were um, uh, odd boxes from a box company in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When they would have an overrun, they discount their boxes That's to like right. a third of what they would normally we be. Do, we, we do, do that, that too. too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I still do that. Yeah. Yep. Um, building relationships, I think is key. I, I can't recommend that enough to young people who want to start a business or, or any age, really, you can start a business whenever you want, but building relationships is so important and being authentic mm -hmm. when you build them, because, you know, even though we're talking about my product, I'd love to talk to you about your horses, you know, and mm -hmm. what you did with your horses yes. this week, because that's what we love and we have in common. Absolutely. Um, something else that I, I find that you will never regret being kind Mm -hmm. You know, people say be kind in the real world. Yes, be kind in business too. Yes, mm -hmm. you'll never regret it. I've seen a couple of women who were really tough on others on Facebook or in person, and I just mm -hmm. think you're not representing your brand well when you, you treat others that way. I know. And and I don't think you're ever going to regret being kind, but you could regret going the other direction. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that I know I've mentioned before in the design process, which is to really listen. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you can tell I, I enjoy communicating with people and I, I'm not uncomfortable communicating, but when someone opens their mouth and says, Hey, Jill, have you ever thought I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have nothing to say, but I become a sponge mm -hmm. and I really do listen. Mm -hmm. So, um, those would be the things that I would, I would recommend. Oh, and there's one last thing. I, I had the confidence to do this on the front end and I, I encourage anyone else to do this as well, which is that. In the beginning, if you see someone who has maybe someone you've admired, someone who has a product that they've been doing for 10 years and doing it well, don't be afraid to reach out to that person by email mm -hmm. and ask them for advice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that with Carrie Kent, who was the founder of Carrots. Mm -hmm. And um, she gave me great advice. Everything that she recommended that I do, colors, our shirts, our signage, mm -hmm. home run suggestions. Wow. So... Um, yeah. I don't, I want to encourage people to, to don't not, not hesitate to reach out to people for advice. That's nice. good. Yeah. That's, that's very, very good. I, I couldn't agree with you more being in business, all of us as well too, mm -hmm. but I think it is important to, to reach out and speak to people. I think people who are in business, when they talk to others, they get so much information from them. That's so helpful. I think that's very good advice. Yeah, mm -hmm. very much so. Mm -hmm. I do have another question though. 
how do you balance it all? I mean, from owning a company and then trying to like go out and ride and with your family, you like have a life. Yes, going to lacrosse Or do you have a life? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think balance is the eternal question. A question for equestrians. Yeah. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Balance is really hard for us because horses take so much time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if I could recommend anything, it's it's particularly for someone who's young. I can tell you that when you know I I had my horse in high school, I sold him to go to college, not to go to college, but I sold him before I went to college and continued to ride in college. And then once I started my career, between starting my career and having a family, there were some pretty good gaps in my riding, and I want to encourage any young riders or riders who have a gap wherever they are in life that horses will wait for you yes Mm -hmm. there will Mm -hmm. always be horses out there Mm -hmm. and there will always be opportunities you just have to kind of seek them you know when I didn't have the time to own a horse and I wasn't going to spend the money to buy one I found some a woman who lived locally who owned four horses and needed help riding them Mm -hmm. I'm your girl Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) I just uh and I did that for four years and then um with Tucker, I've, you know, I mentioned I've had Tucker for 12 years and he, uh, he I had to retire him five years mm-hmm. after I bought him mm-hmm. with the, the bone spur in his coffin joint. We injected for about maybe six months and made mm-hmm. some progress. And then mm-hmm. after that, it was over. Mm-hmm. So he was retired for four years and I didn't purchase another horse, but I leased two horses. So mm-hmm. leasing is a great way to find balance yes. because mm-hmm. you may not have the time or the money to invest in buying. Mm-hmm. But there may be someone who needs a horse to go sit somewhere for a few years while they're waiting for another opportunity. Um, So I I encourage people to look at leasing as a way to find balance because it helps the person who owns the horse with expense and time. And then it helps the person who's leasing because they're not committed to something. And, you know, I, I think finding balance is just, it's tricky, but I think leasing and, and just knowing that they will be waiting for you is, is kind of encouraging. Because I can tell you, when I was working, I often thought, am I ever going to ride horses again? Will I ever be back in the saddle consistently again? Right. And I think the, the answer is yes. It's mm-hmm. just when the timing's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. And I can tell you myself, I've been in and out, in and out with business at different times too as well. You know, But they are there. And then when you go back to it, I said it's just like, you know, falling in love all over again. It really mm. is because it's just so wonderful to go back to it. And you know, it's a passion of yours. You love it so much, but there's nothing as wonderful as just being able to be in it. But you do have to go in and out sometimes when you do have priorities like yeah. this. So yep. very well understood. Yes. Yes. Well, I think this has been such a great podcast. It, it was wonderful talking to you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. So nice to talk Likewise. to you. Likewise. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to talk to you all as well. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast and encourage you to share with all your equestrian family and friends. You can tune into the Late Night Riders podcast show every Friday night. Each episode will be uploaded exclusively on YouTube where you can subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with all of our latest shows. Do you have a topic you'd like us to discuss? We want to hear from you. You may email us at podcast at or feel free to leave a comment below. Thank you again for listening.